Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. Oh, you almost, you almost skipped over me. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was looking to you. I fill in a blank. And this is Megan. All right. <laughs> um, on this episode, uh, we don't have any haunted updates, do we? No, not not really. It's just the same. Same stuff. Got a lot of things coming up, though. Yeah. Whew. Get a little bit. A little bit antsy, a little bit anxiety-based when I look forward to September and October because there's so much going on. Now we're recording a lot of bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. Roundtables, uh, investigations, yes. Halloween episodes. Yes. Tons. We got a long-time friend of the show, Chaz of the Dead, uh, episode that I record with him recently. Yeah. Um, that's coming out next Wednesday. But we talk about some... Alien and spooky stuff, which seems to always be the uh, the go to with him. It's yeah. like ghosts and aliens are always hand in hand with him. Yeah, he always has some cool insights yeah. and like some mind blowing stuff, and he's interesting. You've done a couple, even a couple Instagram lives with him. Yeah, so he's he's pretty cool. So look forward to that episode on Wednesday. Yep. Uh, next week, which I don't, I can't think of the date in my seventh. Head. Seventh, I, think, yeah. I believe. Don't hold me to it, but I believe it's the seventh. And Thursday, when you're listening to this, whether it be in the morning or afternoon, depending yep. on when, um, a live thing, right? Yeah, live interview on Creeping It Real by <laughs> Ellen. I know it's, it's a funny, it's a funny but a really cool um, title for a show. Yeah. Um, and we actually gave her some uh, evidence that we captured. We haven't captured a lot of evidence because um, our investigations have been limited. But Isaac's going over there to talk about mainly about the Shadow Walker Paranormal team and some stuff that he has experienced and, and we've experienced um, as a team. But it's just going to be him on that episode. But if you go to Eleanor Wagner's page, YouTube page, that's where you'll find it, as well as um, I'll post a link in our stories for you to go be able to go listen to it and stuff like that. So hmm. got that going on. Yeah, that'll yeah. be cool. I think the only other live interview we've ever done. Well, I haven't. I'm not doing this one, but um, <laughs> live interview you've ever done was the one with PETA. Remember? It's rant. We kind of talked about stuff. Yeah, that was a yeah. cool one. But moving on to uh, other things. Uh, today's episode is a continuation of last week's episode. Yeah. Which um, this episode has a lot more proof behind it. Well, the government said that they did it. Like, yeah. th- this is... Well, that's the extent of so-called conspiracy theorists. Yeah, that's Which true. you get out there with. But uh, now we're talking about MK Ultra today. Ooh. Now, this is a conspiracy theory that is based on some facts, so it does give us some validation. Though, a lot of conspiracy theorists have run wild with it. Yeah. Um, But also has ties to the maturing candidate and all that stuff as well. Yeah. It's like, it's, because researching, it's like MKUltra is the subject, and then you have all of these other, like, side experiments that took place, and then also branched out are, like, conspiracy theories based off that. And we'll touch on some of the conspiracy theories, because there's a lot that could could come from the actual like fact-based stuff Mm. so ready for it yes okay so what is mk ultra so mk ultra basically was a government cia ran human experimental program that essentially led to hundreds of studies and experiments that revolved around mind control featuring the use of lsd and other drugs for mind control information gathering and psychological torture 
Uh, the project went from 1953 to 1973. So when you think about that, that's 20 years. Publicly. Publicly. Is when they say it ended. It can yeah. still be going on right now. Yeah. And there's yeah, a theory. The full hat on. Yep. <laughs> there's a theory about that that um, I'll share at the end. Um, but yeah, so 20 years of doing this. So you could just imagine. And similar to MK Ultra. Um, a lot of the people, there was some volunteers, but not a lot. The government kind of just ran wild with it. Like, as you, as I progress and tell you some of the stories, it is literally like, it started out with some sort of structure, and then it kind of just went rampant, and there was tons of abuse. So, mm-hmm. that took place for within and it started off as like people would volunteer and kind of like mk ultra i mean not mk ultra but montauk project they would um get like runaways or orphans or people that like there was what they call derelicts which i never knew what that word meant until after our research on the montauk project because i've heard it used as an insult like oh you derelict and i was like what does that even mean Uh, it means like unwanted uh person like a you're homeless but you're like in the worst ways yeah yeah like anybody that doesn't have any ties to like family or whatever so they could basically do whatever and yeah. there not be any like reaper no one's looking for them yeah exactly um so it so what actually took place um in 1975 there was actually a congressional investigation into what happened between 1953 and 1973 so um it didn't really say like the like what had like the ruling on anything was it was probably just like swept under the rug like kind of like everything kind of is with that um because what are they going to do like put the whole cia in jail like because there was a lot of people involved with this um but what originally sparked the idea for the uh mk ultra was in the 1950s, during the height of the Cold War, U.S. intelligence had gotten wind that potentially the Soviet Union, China, and North Korea were experimenting within their own countries about mind control and stuff like that. And the it's supposed that the U.S. government grew worried that eventually they would use U.S. prisoners of war um, and do the mind control and like send them back to the States. Mm. And then they could, because the way they have it is they wanted to wear like there was some kind of clap or word or something that would take the person out for a second and they would be able to control. And that also kind of goes in with one of the theories or conspiracy theories that they think is going on with certain people. Um, I'll get into that a little bit later. But um, so with that mindset, in 1953, the head of the CIA, who was Alan Dulles, I think that's how you say his last name, decided to approve the program. And that's basically how MK Ultra essentially came about. Uh, the idea of using LSD and other drugs was to develop techniques that could be used against enemies to control human behavior um while using the drugs and other psychological manipulators and just like the montauk project i gotta make sure to put the k at the end and not talk <laughs> montauk project um and this is that um they literally broke your mind down so the same kind of concept and another thing to keep in mind as we're going through this is that um 
MK Ultra techniques were supposedly used to wipe the memories clean of the people that worked for the Montauk Project. So in timeline-wise, think of the 1950s to 1973. This was when MK Ultra, Mind Control, all of that was dealing with. Philadelphia Project was before, and a project experiment was before. Then came MK Ultra, and then following MK Ultra was the Montauk Project. If that did actually happen, mm-hmm. so that's kind of the timeline you're looking at. Um. So like I said, there was over 150 experiments that they know took place that involved drugs, paralytics, and electroshock therapy. So for those that are listening that don't know what paralytics or electroshock therapy is, paralytics is the complete or partial loss of muscle function. So um, I guess it's kind of like people zoning out, like how like everything is is stopped is what they kind of wanted to happen when they would mind control, if that makes sense. You think about when you zone out, like I've done it by driving, like my body's still driving, but my mind is like miles away. Yeah. And then I come back like, I don't, how did I not get in an accident? How do you keep going? It's basically because your mind is mimicking exactly what needs to happen. So if driving seems to be the number one spot where most people zone out or yeah. at work or you're staring or you're talking to someone, right? Mm-hmm. It looks in your face that you're talking to them, but you're like, you know, Somewhere else. Somewhere else, imagining this or thinking about that. And like all of a sudden you come back, like, oh, crap. Uh, I guess the original process was that if they could do that Mm -hmm. on command and send that person's consciousness away, Mm -hmm. and the body's still there, and then implant the other consciousness Mm -hmm. to take control at a snap of a finger, a command, um, or even like a flash of a light or something like that to activate them to do what there was programmed in that moment and when we start talking about conspiracy theories kind of towards the end you'll kind of understand where this comes into play Mm -hmm. um another thing that they did was electroshock therapy so you hear that term electroshock therapy a lot when you when people talk about like abandoned asylums or something like that they talk about what took place in the psychiatric wards which was electroshock therapy and electric shock therapy is the psychiatric treatment when a generalized seizure is electronically induced to manage refractory mental disorders. So um, this procedure is done under general anesthesia in which small electric currents are passed through the brain intentionally triggering a brief seizure. So that was kind of like what took place to kind of break down the mind. Um, And it's done in psychiatric wards regardless to kind of, if you have a mental disorder, to again, break down your mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and that's honestly where a lot of the bad mistreatment came from. Um, so kind of like the Montauk, Montauk project, like they would, uh, take you from one extreme to the next, like starve you, overfeed you, like the same thing that we were talking about in the Montauk project episode, they kind of did. So technically they did it first and it kind of morphed, it transferred over to the Montauk project. But if you notice a lot of these, um, experiments and projects and stuff like that they start off with like kind of some sort of structure and then it just it turns like people get almost obsessed with like the doctors and stuff almost get so obsessed with it start going down the wrong way and it leads to a lot of abuse towards the end of the projects montauk project was the same way it started out with some sort of structure and then it just went down south real fast. Well, it's kind of destroyed by Demogorgon, but well, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so with the Montauk project and uh, MK Ultra, the main difference is that basically the government said, you know, yes, we did do MK Ultra versus the Montauk project where it was just repressed memories of Preston Nichols and uh, there was the, the government said, no, we didn't do this. So, um, which kind of makes me think maybe they said, no, we didn't do this because they got investigated by the Congress for their MK Ultra. So then they were like, you know what? We're still going to do this, but we're going to keep it very, very secret. No. And after doing the research, I really contemplate, I bet you they still do it today. Somewhere. I mean, there is evidence of it happening yeah. all the time. Well, well, here's the crazy thing. So again, another, I keep doing it, but another difference between it, Montauk Project and MK Ultra is MK Ultra was done in universities, was done in psychiatric wards, was done like in the open versus Montauk Project, which was in like a secretive location and like hush hush. And that's the main difference. And I think because the because the treatment towards the end was really bad and you're going to actually hear a quote. I'm going to share with you guys a quote um, that one of the CIA agents said to one of the doctors, I believe. Um and it's really, it's really bad. Like, it just literally sums up the whole abuse towards the end. Um, so, yes. Um, okay, so another thing is, unfortunately, um, according to an article by History.com that covered the whole MK Ultra thing, very awesome, uh, they stated the majority of the MK Ultra files are non-existent due to being destroyed in 1973. Why do you have to destroy files if there's nothing to hide? No one must learn our mind control techniques. Yeah. Um, so when the so it was either destroyed when it was, the program was halted in 1973, but apparently their overall record keeping wasn't that great. Um, so this was a so like I said, MK Ultra. Imagine like a huge umbrella of just side projects that they took place. Um, and I, I'll actually discuss some of the side projects on our Instagram. So if you want more on this subject, go check that out after this episode airs. But there was a operation or a project. And this is a great example of how they basically took some people that didn't openly say they wanted to be part of the program and started experimenting on them. And because it was kind of like mind control and stuff like that, they couldn't remember, especially when the hallucinogenics kicked in um so there is an operation called which i think i don't know why at a, the the immature version i'm not immature version of myself but the immature megan thinks it's freaking hilarious that the name is operation midnight climax <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i find that so funny i read that and i was like haha okay so this project included the government hiring prostitutes um, to lure men into what was known as a CIA-based safe house. These safe houses were where certain experiments would take place, and the men would be dosed with LSD, and the CIA would watch behind a two-way mirror on the men's behavior. Majority of these experiments were conducted in the San Francisco and Marin County, California area, as well as New York City. Um, apparently, this is where the darker stuff amongst the MK Ultra stuff got super dark um because there was limited oversight and little control over what actually took place in these experiments uh 
really bad situations occurred. In fact, an agent named George White wrote to Sidney Godelieb. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Probably hmm. not because I have a tendency of butchering names. But uh, was an agency chemist and poison expert on the MK Ultra project. Uh, he was also super obsessed with finding like mind control. Like he was obsessed. Like he, it was an idea, and then it became obsessive to him. But um, so he was, like I said, he was an agency chemist and poison expert on the MK Ultra project. Um, and he wrote this, and this is, this is just, bleh. uh, he said, everything was fun, fun, fun. Where else could a red blooded American boy lie, kill, cheat, steal, deceive, rape, and pillage with the sanction and blessing of all highest. So that right there shows what took place amongst the experiments and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, huh? Was it? No, I was agreeing with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so with that being said, that's exactly why in the late 70s there was a congressional investigation into this. Um, that's just one over operation of over 150 that took place. So that sort of pretends just how intense the whole situation with MK Ultra was and how totally backwards it turned within itself on the experiments. So... Um, so next question kind of is, uh, another weird, oh wait, sorry, skirt back. Okay. Um, another weird thing that I found out was that a lot of the experiments and more into the paranormal aspects of everything, um, was funded, the CIA was funded or funded studies at Columbia University and Stanford for effects on these drugs and all the experiments that they were dealing with in the MK Ultra, which I think is unique because you really don't hear about the specific universities that kind of were involved with it. Mm. But like I said, like this, this took place in various areas. So basically wherever they kind of studied medicine, it's where kind of MK Ultra was kind of like leaked into. Um, so the mind controlling part actually worked um, actually worked. They would basically load patients up with LSD, torture these people close to death, and then when that, and then use that trauma-based mind control. And they basically found out that by doing this, you can actually give a person a split personality disorder. Um, they put a new mind into the void. Is basically their approach to what they were able to achieve as far as mind control goes. So that's that's. Well, that's so creepy could you imagine mm -hmm. that's just um the government took this with the the evidential hope to be able to do this and program someone to become an assassin um they basically wanted to create people that would kill on command and be able to control them sleeper agents yeah um there's even a theory that uh with Charles Manson, that there were some experiments dealing with him that took place because apparently he was in prison at a place that they target, and that's another thing they they targeted prisons and criminals and stuff like that. Again, people that didn't have like if something happened, it, w it wouldn't matter. Well, it matters, but you know what I mean. Like there wouldn't be people that were searching for them. And the government wanted to learn how to manipulate and control people. They probably would probably study Charles Manson and how he was able to do it to groups of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's another theory is I think people, and, and this is kind of far fetched and I'm, I'm sure 
anybody into true crime will tell you it's kind of it's very far fetched. Um, not giving an explanation for anybody that kills, but um, that was one theory is that they were thinking that people that do these mass murders, like serial killers, they are mind controlled. Because you know how they, a lot of them say they don't remember, there's no remorse, like that kind of stuff. Mm. That's what they, but there were serial killers before 1950s. So yeah. you can't really, that's kind of a whole, you can't really. Um, so, um, so here's one of the kind of conspiracy theories that runs wild on TikTok is celebrities glitching. And one of the main things that they talk about that they feel, um, well, celebrity, the bigger you are, the more the government wants to be able to control what you say and what you say and think and feel and all that stuff, right? So there is a couple, there's a lot actually. Um, and one of them, I watched them and they're kind of creepy. Um, not saying that this is real. This is all conspiracy theory. This part is up in the air. So MK Ultra did exist, and there is evidence and stuff like that. But the thing is, is they like like where mind control is being used right now is what's kind of up in the air, and there's no real answers. No, there's just conspiracy theories. If that makes sense. So um, there was one. Um, the guy, I think his name is Al Ricker, right? Roker. Roker. Okay. From the Today Show, uh, where it's him and two additional co-hosts are outside and behind them is a crowd. The other two co-hosts who was a male and a woman were to the right or to the, if you, if you're looking at it on the screen, they are on the right and he's on the left. And, um, they're laughing and carrying on, you know, carrying on with the segment. And you start to notice, uh, what's his name? Al Rocker? Roker. Roker. I don't know why I have a problem with that. Al, see, I put Al Rickman here, so I was totally wrong. Al Rickman. <laughs> Professor um, Snape is not here. <laughs> okay. Um, so Al, what's his last name? Roker. Roker. I don't oh know why <laughs> You want me to tell it? No, Al Roker um, starts acting off. Like you, you know can why? see. Huh? Uh, okay, I watched that clip like before we were talking about MK Ultra mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah. They're talking about the weather. And granted, you're too young yeah. to know, but I watched Good Morning America when I was a kid. Yeah. Right? Because that's what my mom would put on before you go to school and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So I saw them, that the, the whole team there for the yeah. longest time, when they, especially when Al Walker was fat and then he got skinny over time and mm-hmm. the whole thing, right? But they were just talking about something, and she's there is Christmas time was coming up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she says, Holy Ghost, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you see him turn. Holy Ghost. Why yeah. that? I forgot what what, okay, sentence, okay. what sentence was, but basically, Holy Ghost was the the trigger word. Mm-hmm. And you see him freeze and turn at the camera and look and stare at yeah. the camera for minutes mm-hmm. without blinking or changing expression. Yeah, just that, like a solid look of like. Yeah, and it's like there's, eyes and, wide and just staring at the screen, and then they had to go to commercial, and then. When they came back, he was fine. But and it's and it's crazy because there's like no movement, and that's where the paralytics like kind of like makes me think because literally like he was still like it was like complete stopping of all body movement, even blinking. I don't even think I saw him blink, but it was like complete other other than breathing, he wasn't moving. Yeah, 
And that's crazy. But um, another person that, oh, the one that was the weirdest one I've ever seen. Now, obviously, people can have, like, I you don't know because they don't really, it depends if they share it or not. But there's obviously people that have maybe medical issues or mental disorders or something like that that could potentially cause them to glitch out or just be awkward. Like, I'm an awkward person. I can zone out sometimes with messages stuff like that. Like I get messages and it's just like complete stare. But there was one that it was Stranger Things. It was they had won an award or something. Oh, you think we're down a ride? Oh my gosh. I looked at it and I felt so uncomfortable. I was like, oh, something's up with her. Like, um, Or she's just being a weirdo. Yeah. I mean, that's possible because I know she's had some issues before. But we were, uh, we were, that's weird. Um, they were at the stage and the guy, I forgot his name, the guy that plays Harper. Hopper. Why I said Harper, I don't know. Hopper. His name is in my head somewhere. Yeah, it's like an easy name. It's like a typical yeah. like actor name, but like I can't remember it. But um, he was on stage and he was giving, they won some award, I guess, best TV show or something like that. Um, and she's next to him and she looks like terrified. And she's looking back and forth like super fast and making these weird, just jolty movements and it's just it's very uncomfortable very weird so like i said like it doesn't mean she's mind controlled but um oh, yeah. typical boston name david haba oh that's the name david haba okay <laughs> maybe that's why i call him harper because i get hopper and harper yeah yeah but um another one was uh which i didn't find her stuff like too bad but like uh apparently cardi b does it a lot like there was one she did um, it at a live interview on the red carpet she also did it on an episode of the breakfast club um but that one the breakfast club was the most evident because you saw the the call sign or the signal for her to snap back and it was funny because she was talking about finances or something like this all of a sudden you just see her stop mid-sentence turn her head in a weird like puppet like jerk and just like look at like stare off like uh, like with like Basically, like a major malfunction in the brain. Like, if it was a robot, like, right? Yeah. And the guy that was talking at the time said the same thing three times, but he clapped his hand it yeah, each time. Yeah, I thought that was weird. So he's like, gift one, card. no, it was two. gift cards. Yeah. Gift cards, gift cards, gift cards. And he said basically three times in a row, but he said, get the gift cards, get the gift cards, get the gift cards. And he's clapped his hand three times. With a gift card or uh, clapping in three was her trigger to come back. But the second he did that, she snapped out of it and she kept continuing on what she was talking about. Yeah. But it was weird that she stopped mid-sentence and did that. Yeah. And then also live... On the on the red carpet, her interview with someone that happened again. She froze and just stared off, and then I guess someone tapped her or something happened, and she basically came back out of it, which yeah. is like, <laughs> it reminds you essentially of Get Out. Um, you never saw Get Out, did you? No, I haven't seen that movie. But a whole mind control thing mm-hmm. was to basically cut out someone's mind out of their own head essentially and implant with somebody else's mind in there as well mm. but the trigger thing would happen is essentially that she uh the mother mm-hmm. would you know turn the spin the cup and make the like a, a, a certain sound that would basically cause someone to basically just like faint and be unconscious but the way to get someone out of the mind control was a flash of light like from a camera and that would bring the original person back that is so crazy when you think of it when you think about that, because you're, you're, you kind of go, okay, well, how does that tie in with paranormal stuff, right? Well, 
Not necessarily ghosts and stuff. Well, you know what? If you're messing around with that, couldn't something sneak in too? Because your mind's in the void, essentially. Yeah. Maybe there's a lot of celebrity uh, MK Ultra stuff that's out there that people you can easily look up on TikTok or something. No, like that. Uh, did you see the one with Eminem where he says, "Get out of my mind," right? He's in an interview. He turns and goes, "Get out of my mind," right? And you see him like glitch, like literally he's just staring at the screen and he goes, ah, okay, I'm better. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know if that was like played on or what, because, you know, he's kind of like, not eccentric, but not that weird. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You never know when that like realm. So I don't know, but, um, but it, it is creepy. Um, and it's always, too, sometimes when they talk about certain stuff. I forgot. One of the celebrities was talking about something that was kind of, like, sketchy. Like, about, like, I guess Hollywood or whatever. And they glitched. And um, But another really... They say cre- when they go... Basically, it's like when they start talking about something they shouldn't talk about, mm-hmm. a failsafe in their mind basically t- stops them from talking about it. And they come back and they forget why they were talking about it in the original place. So it's crazy. almost like a protection protocol. Yeah, it's so weird too, because that I mean, okay, you take the stuff that took place at um MK Ultra mm-hmm. at the different universities and stuff like that. Obviously, there had to be people that died. There had to be people that were in such a low vibrational state that literally um, and then working in that environment, if you were just a worker there, could you imagine? So, I mean. Original fear of why the government did it in the first place was the fact that Russia was doing it as well. Mm-hmm. And Russia was sending sleeper agents to America through everything, anywhere, anyone, yeah. right? And they, didn't, they couldn't tell who was who, who was that. And that would cause fear. It's like, well, we have to know these mind control techniques. We have to send our mm-hmm. own. We have to send our own people there. We have to learn how to break these mind control. Yeah. You know, all that technique was what originally installed them to do it. And probably a lot of curiosity of how the mind works and how they can control it. Mm-hmm. But I get, I guess the motivational thing on the surface was Russia's doing it. We got to do it too. Yeah. But probably had their own you know, alternative motives. And you can't tell me they started that and didn't finish on it. Finish on it. They're still doing I that. Feel like, I feel <laughs> like maybe... They stopped, and then if the Montauk project was a thing and actually happened, they were like, oh, crap, you know? Um, When they kind of, like, messed up with that. But we live in today's society, and I I just feel like there's more. I said in the Montauk episode, too, I don't know if the Montauk project was actually a real thing or not, but for sure, without a doubt, I mean, they're, they do they do stuff. like. Mind control and getting someone to do what you want is a tougher technique. That's yeah. why you have to essentially break the mind in order to do that. That's how soldiers work. They mm-hmm. break the mind down to able to obey commands without question. Mm-hmm. That makes a perfect soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not to the full extent of what they did, but mm-hmm. essentially it's a, like a, a lower, like sugar-coated version of what mm-hmm. they need to do. But for people to have full control, basically you say a word, they snap out and they pull a rifle out and they kill somebody, and then they kill themselves. Maybe that's mm-hmm. the, the original plan. Like, uh, father of three, war construction his whole life. All of a sudden, he gets a phone call from a number he doesn't recognize, answers it. A phrase is said. I'll see him, see him stop. He walks to the store or walks to like a, a Walmart or someplace, picks up a rifle, buys ammo, drives to a certain place in town, picks a gun, 
uh, and see someone like a politician or somebody or someone who needs to die, assassinates them, puts a gun to his head, shoots himself, dies. Yeah. No explanation, no like that. And a lot of things that happen, like no one knows why he did that, stuff like that. And then news media makes up stuff about why he did it. Like he secretly had this in his, his, his computer. He planned this for months. They can easily yeah. fabricate a story to explain why this person did it. Yeah. Oh, he was disturbed, like a, a fake friend. Oh, he was disturbed sometimes. He has some crazy theories, you know. Yeah. You can already see the whole procedure and plan in place. Yeah. Well, here <laughs> is, so obviously they're, it's hard pressed to kind of find experience stories for people that went through uh, MK Ultra and seeing how nobody really remembers because they would wipe your mind or just being under that amount of drugs, they wouldn't. Um, but there is a woman that I found. Her name is Ellen Adkin. If you look up MK Ultra, she is known as the MK Ultra girl. She basically, uh, you see her strapped in a hospital bed with all this stuff on her. Um, and this is basically the darker story about the magnitude of what the MK Ultra project did. Um, and this is, um, her, kind of retelling i think she's been on some podcasts and stuff like that but kind of like uh she wrote i think she tried suing the i don't know if it went through or not i couldn't find if it did or not but um basically she went after a psychiatric ward that all of them were part of all of her family were part of and apparently the mk ultra stuff took place there um so this is what she says um she says now she has she believes she has to come out and she has said that some of uh part of this as well as her family had died under um she was one of the only survivors of her family from stuff that was being done um there are people of course that you know try and debunk her story and say she's lying um but she was probably one of the main ones that have came forth from the mk ultra according to ellie Ellen Atkins. Uh, she was the only member of her family that survived all the experiments they were put through. She referred to the CIA at the time as a form of cult and said they repeatedly targeted her family. At the time, her mother and father were patients of Dr. Irwin Cameron. He had practiced at the Allen Memorial Institute at McGill University in Montreal, Canada. Mont- Am I saying that wrong? Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Yeah. On a website. Where's Coldie? Oh my gosh. On a website called mkultragirl.org, she explains her story and explains they are working on two class actions uh, against the mistreatment of the non-consensual persons. So I guess like all the people that were not consented were not volunteers that had to go through these experiments. Uh, She had said that her sister was drugged, electroshocked, and psychologically tortured at 16 years for having possible bipolar disorder in 2015 she began diving deep into everything when she found a photo on the internet that had been tagged mk ultra girl she instantly recognized herself from 1957 to 1964 scottish psychiatrist donald cameron was paid sixty nine thousand dollars to tra- to travel from new york to canada to perform mk ultra experiments at mcgill university um Apparently, he used depattering and psychic driving experiments. 
apparently Cameron would drug his victims to sleep for weeks on end, only to wake them up with electroshocks to the brain. Patients lost all or part of their memories. Some lost the ability to control their bodily functions and to speak. After, um, after he would turn them childlike, he would strip them of basic skills such as learning how to dress and then apparently reprogram them by bombarding them with recorded messages for up to 16 hours at a time. First were negative messages about their inadequacies and then positive ones. Apparently, he would get his patients to listen by putting speakers in football helmets and locking them on their heads. They would go so crazy they would bang their heads into walls, so he then decided to put them in a drug-induced coma and let them listen instead. Allison Steele, who was mentioned in the article, whose mother was admitted to the hospital in 1957. Her mother was 33 years old at the time and had bad depression from their first child. From the first thing... I think the first child died, but I'm not sure. Um, Her mother was put in a chemically induced sleep once for 18 days and a second period for 29 days. That alone, I feel like, is bad. Like, if if you don't need to be... Like, obviously, she didn't need to be in a coma. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't just, I can't just imagine. I mean, that leaves opportunities for even darker stuff that's around to mess with you. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking at a, a paranormal side of things, um, she was put through multiple rounds of electroshock and injections of experimental drugs and endless bouts of recorded messages. According to Steele, who's four years old at the time, they attempted to erase her emotions and strip her soul. That's crazy. That gives me chills when I hear that. Just outline. Um, eventually, at the end of all this, CIA agents were able to successfully mind control many victims, tons who were children's. Um, all the victims' senses were driven to extreme heights. Um, and one of the things I found interesting was that a hypnotherapist was actually covering this on TikTok. And one of his videos, there was a comment that asked him, does he still believe it's going on? And he made a point that I thought was interesting. He said, the problem is to answer that is hard because they don't declassify projects until 30 or 40 years. So there's no, if they're doing it today, it wouldn't be available today. 30, 40 years from the 70s should be around today, right? Yeah, but if they're still doing it today. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And they said just using hypnosis doesn't cause problems, but the fact that they use like LSD and the total just like breakdown of the mind and everything like that, that's where the causing of problems happened with MK Ultra. Yeah. So I could just, oh, this poor people. So not only are you having, I mean, the fact that he made them, I mean, those people had to get put in such a low vibrational state and then to be messed with in terms of mind control. I mean, 150, you think how many people that was. 150 experiments over 20 years. There, I mean, there easily had to be, if you have one person, one person per experiment, that's 150 people alone that went through that. And who knows who there are. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's just. We have many black eyes on this nation, but a lot more farther darker things that have never been or make the yeah. light of day. Yeah. And it's just one of those things that, you know, you could start re it's it's a big rabbit hole to go down because like I said, it's MK Ultra and then you got 150 experiments that took place. Yeah. Um like I said, 
if we ever find out any more information or if we read more on the Montauk project and some stuff arises, um, who knows, maybe we'll do a part two. I, I wasn't really interested in the Montauk project or MK Ultra until I started researching it. Now I'm I like, told you. Yeah. And now I have like so many questions and so many things. Um, and I didn't even touch this. I didn't even scratch the surface. I didn't even scratch the surface. I want it. So there potentially down the road could be a part two to this. Yeah. Well, I think that, uh, covers most of it for today yeah yeah um so next episode even though this one is being released in september this was the last episode of september um august of august yeah <laughs> see I'm, all, I'm already like zooming forward you want to be so, halloween so bad yeah oh my gosh yeah. i literally i i i love pumpkin and i liked it before even like it was a, like a thing to like pumpkin um, I've always been obsessed with like anything like not cinnamon because now you're because you're allergic to cinnamon. So um, even though. Yeah. So. um, But. Uh, yeah. So I have my first pumpkin spice coffee. And it. It. It touched my soul. It was so good. Oh, gosh. OK. We're going to get on a random tangent here right. about pumpkins flavors and all the halloween stuff out Ooh, i'm just excited for the when i start seeing the pumpkins <sighs> uh uh so next week or yeah next week is the astral plane and this is my if this is probably one of my favorite topics to talk about other than like kids in the paranormal and stuff like that because astroplane, the ether, the further, the other side, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. a lot of names, yeah, yeah, and a lot of encounters of like what people have experienced, and um, kind of like what a lot of people have experienced on the astral plane. Like, I kind of want to go diving into the stories too about how like people have accidentally said in their dreams, "This is a dream. This is a dream," and like they've had weird stuff happen. Mm. We kind of mentioned that in prior like dream stuff. But I want to go back into it. And then apparently there is some places that I've been to that others have been to on the astral plane. And I don't have contact with these people. So how can we be going to the same spot if it doesn't exist on the astral plane? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, maybe even dive a little bit into what, like how I get messages on the astral plane. So. I had a lot of people get messages on the astral plane. But yeah. Uh, speaking of such, uh, new information has been brought to our attention, uh, which is in more depth about the Shadow Walker ability mm-hmm. um, that will most likely have to do a Shadow Walker part four. Yeah, for. it'll blow your minds. It was a download that I got. Yeah. So we're going to go study more on that and uh, we'll get more information about how to properly share it. Um, then that'll be a part of the Shadow Walker Part 4 episode. Yeah. yeah. And then also, uh, I don't know if it's going to be September or October, but I have actually been asked to do a kind of like a Shadow Walker series, but on my abilities and like what I go through and how I deal with it and kind of like the coping stuff that I do um, with certain things. Because um, we've been getting a lot of people messaging in about abilities and stuff. So, um, yeah, I got asked by a couple of people to cover myself. 
my abilities, even though I talk about it sometimes in <laughs> this, but to talk more in depth about like everything that I kind of go through um, in an actual series. So, yeah. The psychic Megan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the psychic. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so we'll dive into that. And then September and October, like we said, a lot of spooky stuff. Um, Okay, and so I will guess I'll go ahead and announce what our Halloween episodes are going to be this year. So it's kind of like, it's not really a collab because we're part of the team, but like a uh, different part episode with Shadow Walker Paranormal. So we are actually going to do a live podcast at a well-known um North Carolina haunted hotspot and it's it's a big one it's one of like North Carolina's top haunted locations not just North Carolina but you know it across the entire yeah. United States yeah but we're not going to share it until we actually go there because I don't know I just don't want to for whatever reason say the location I'm just getting warning not to uh, episode before we go we probably would share it yeah yeah, yeah. um but just know it's a location in North Carolina it's well known very haunted um, so and we'll do a live episode talking about, about said it. location. Yeah. And encounter stories at the actual location. Yeah. And then once we do that, we will um, do, uh, we'll do live Instagram. So when we're actually there, you guys will know what the location is. Yeah. Um, but we'll do lives from Shadow Walker Paranormal and from uh, Hidden, in the Hidden in the Shadows while we're investigating as well as an actual investigation video. But that is going to be over on Shadow Walker Paranormal. That's going to be kind of like our first ever video over there, as well as our Halloween like episode for Shadow Walker Paranormal. And then the actual like Halloween episode will be having Mike and Megan on with us talking and sharing EVPs over the episode. Yeah. So, Look yeah. Look forward to that. Yeah, I'm excited about it because, uh, yeah, you guys get to actually see us investigate and kind of see the before and after. So, yeah. yeah. As always, you can catch our social medias at Hidden the Shadows Podcast on Instagram, Hidden the Shaw 6 on Twitter, Hidden the Podcast 2 on TikTok, or links to all the social media. And always, you listen to us at HiddenTheShadowsPodcast.com. As always, we'll catch your widows in the next one. Yep. Mom.